Meditate, get up in your zone, stare up in the mirror, see your face, see your eyes, see your soul, get to know who you is, only one like you is, be familiar with I, no one like I, and I, no one like I is. Rolling. Ready? Yeah. Oh, something in my eye. Uh oh, this one. I can't see anything. No? Mm mm. Oh, uh, 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 uh. making your eyes water. Yeah, no, it, it feels like a hair. Uh oh. Hey y'all, it's your favorite flower. My name is Flower Price and welcome to your new favorite show. I was, but now I am. Today's guest is a courageous, young, special and talented entrepreneur who paved the way for her own stardom in her own right. A fellow Virgo who knows what she wants and knows how to go about getting it. Family drama never fails any of us in our lives, but one thing's for sure, Family is the foundation for everything. Please help me welcome the little Machatalawa, <laughs> Mallory Parker of Parker Hugh Shoe Collection. Hey! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. We wanted to do this for a very long time, yes, so thank you again mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's tell the people how we met. Um, okay, so um, I was in my first year of releasing Parker Hugh, mm -hmm. and I signed on with Lady S. Lady S. Yes, yes. and it was for her fashion yeah, gala. She was having a fashion gala, mm -hmm. and um, I signed on to be a vendor. And it kind of just—I was just doing my digging, my investigation, and I did see that you were hosting. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to you, and I kind of was just like, you know, would you be inclined to wear my shoes? And with loving arms, you accepted. So it was it was a very good um, approach to a scary situation because going into any event yeah. is not always the easiest. Mm -hmm. um, it might seem lighthearted at first, and then you get there, and it's. But it was all love from yeah. the get go. I remember I was doing the the red carpet interviews, yes. and I came to your booth, and you had this this glorious. Uh, table set up and I'm like these are hot and then you uh, you gave me a pair to wear which I wore on stage and also on the red carpet and I just fell in love with mm -hmm. you and the line and I've just been rooting for you ever since yeah because yeah. even when I started the shoe collection it was kind of like itchy because it's five inch heels mm -hmm. and you killed it so I was just like I have to and the way that you're walking in them and like usually I get some complaints but um, with you, it was like, this is why I'm doing this. Listen, they were so comfortable. Mm -hmm. Even though they're five inch inside, the mm -hmm. shoe itself was yeah. very comfortable, guys. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Deep a little bit into your life. So tell us uh, where you grew up, okay. how you grew up, and if you have any siblings. Okay, so I have one, one sister that I live with. Mm -hmm. um, and that's with my mom. I have two brothers that are in the States mm -hmm. um, for my father. I grew up in Scarborough, okay. um, Markham and Edmonton, and then eventually I went to Port Union and Lawrence area. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I grew up on the outskirts of Scarborough. Okay. And then um, I went to high school mm -hmm. at Pope. Mm -hmm. 
Pope John Paul, and yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you were as a teenager. I was pretty quiet, um, especially getting into high school because that's a whole adjustment. But I was a pretty quiet person, but I always had an outlet. I danced in high school. Um, Hip hop squad was like the, the big thing. That was my really my outlet. And I, I feel like I was very nice to a lot of people in high school. Um, but I'm pretty. I'm a pretty easygoing person, and I'll open up eventually. Yeah. But it does take some time. Okay. Yeah. So your parents. What uh, What did your parents do back then? So my mom was kind of a jack of all trades, but she eventually went back to school, and she ended up doing um, recreation. So she's do, she uh, creates programs for um, senior citizens in nursing homes, and she did very well for herself. My dad was a musician. He was a soul musician, and um, yeah, he was he was in a group for a bit, and then he did a solo, and then he also played many instruments. So he played piano, saxophone. Okay. So he was he was very talented. So did you you didn't get the music book? I did. I can play a little bit of piano now, but oh, that's um, good. I definitely have an ear for music. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So what type of music do you like now? No. R&B. R&B all the way. R&B all the way. Old school like, or new school? Both. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people can't adjust to the new stuff, yeah. but I I love it. Yeah. You know, you just have to dig a little bit deeper. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. You do have to but dig a bit deeper. It's there. Yeah. You just gotta. Like, it is there. Mm -hmm. It is there. So I know that you're celebrating your second year as a registered business for Parker Hugh. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Tell me how it actually started. Like, what was the um. The formulation because I know as a Virgo we're always in our heads yeah. and like it takes forever for you know things to get done sometimes so yeah. tell us how it actually like started so for me um, I was always creative um, I was dancing but I also like to draw um, and with that uh, my sister was kind of more structured mm -hmm. so I actually was gonna start Parker Hugh with my sister okay. but I always knew that I wanted to do something outside of the nine-to-five yeah. because the nine-to-five can be really constricting you can only do so much mm -hmm. so um, I always had an outlet of music and drawing so eventually for me um, shoes was always my thing mm -hmm. even throughout high school whether it be the running shoes until i was of age to wear heels right <laughs> <laughs> my mom was pretty strict with that as well as my father so um doesn't want his little girl growing up too fast right, right. and um yeah so when it came to parker hugh me and my sister were contemplating for a few years on what we wanted to do because we wanted to open a business and we started looking at maybe just selling selling shoes okay. but I couldn't find exactly what it is that I was looking for because you know when you go into a store you go shopping and it's like oh this would look perfect if it just had, had this yeah so, or take away that. yeah take away that <laughs> yeah. or if it was in this color or this height right. so it expanded from there and I, I did a lot of digging for many years and my sister seemed interested um, in doing that but she kind of she was doing a lot of investigation work my sister is like very good with investigative stuff research yeah okay <laughs> so um, she wanted to do a certain type of method and I didn't feel like that could work with what I wanted to do okay so we were kind of butting heads there and she was kind of trailing her feet 
um, as to starting it and you know um, I just I kept thinking like oh well is this gonna happen is this gonna happen and I made the right connections and she wasn't ready okay. so I ended up just Moving on and doing Moving it on, on, on. Doing it on my Okay. Own. So, but before you started uh, Parker Hugh, you said it was a couple of years before, so you were pondering it for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, you did mention to me that you worked on a cruise ship. Yes, I did. Yes. For how long and where did you travel to? So I did that for about two, two or three years. Okay. Um, I was living on my own with uh, a roommate, mm -hmm. and. I was working and I just was not happy. Right. So that's when the Virgo in us yeah. just keeps thinking like, oh, I need to get out of here, I need yeah. to get out of here, I need to figure out how this is going to work. And the opportunity came forth to work on a cruise line. And I said, mm, I can do that for a couple months. Yeah. But <laughs> with the cruise ship life, you have to sign on for six months. Okay. And you have to live on the cruise. Okay. So I did that. Um, I adjusted to it and I was at a point in my life that I felt like nothing was really making sense like I kept pondering this idea and pondering on certain other things but it just wasn't connecting for whatever reason okay so I took the time to adjust to the cruise ship life and the cruise ship life is very different it's like being at work all day okay. because you're with your colleagues all day every day and yes you deal with customers or you deal with people on a day-to-day -day and like for five or six days that people are on the cruise and then you you meet them you build relationships with them sorry relationships with them and you move on okay. to the next batch that comes on okay. so um we traveled um the ones that i did get to travel on um was to the bahamas we went to Barbados a couple of times. We went to Aruba. We went to Half Moon Cay, which is a part of the Bahamas as well. Okay. Um, so we did a lot of Caribbean. Okay. That area. You guys don't stay there very long, do you? No. For like no. maybe a couple hours. Yeah. So never you overnight. Never. Well, we did. I did end up doing overnight because with cruise ships, um, the one that I was on was for Carnival, mm -hmm. and that one, for whatever reason, it was dry dock so dry dock is where we dock in the Bahamas and they basically upgrade the ship okay so they did that for about a month so I was in the Bahamas for about a month oh really yeah wow, how was that so it was good because every day we could get off the ship and do whatever we wanted okay. and then come back we did have like we did have to come back because yeah. <laughs> contracts and all right. that. Right. <laughs> um, definitely have fun. Mm -hmm. I met a lot of people. Yeah, from all over the world. All obviously. over the world. Yeah. Um, a lot of um, Europeans mm -hmm. ran the boat. Okay. Um, but a lot of Caribbeans worked on the boat. On the boat. Right. Um, and with meeting a lot of people, um, different backgrounds, you learn how to adjust to their cultural traits. Uh, and for me, it was like living in Toronto, you get a culture shock, yeah. but working on a cruise, it's like you get a real culture shock mm -hmm. because there's certain things that you can do um, and you can do on a day to day, but some things are offensive. So something is small. Yeah. So um, there was, I'm pretty sure she was Indian. Mm -hmm. 
um, something as small as like passing the scissors and you just pass the scissors. Oh. You can't pass the scissors to her hand. Oh. You have to place it down mm -hmm. and then pass it on to her. Yeah. Or else it's really offensive to them for whatever reason they think that maybe you're attempting to do something with okay. it. So it. It was small things like that. Yeah. You just learn how to navigate with certain cultures. Okay. And yeah, I definitely learned a lot. Yeah. yeah. You were saying to me that you uh, actually appreciated the time alone um, and to learn all the different cultures. Mm -hmm. um, tell us about the time alone and you learning about yourself. Yeah, so I've never been like that kind of person where I always needed to be around people. I liked my alone time. I know that. Me, <laughs> me and my sister are seven years apart, okay. so there's a gap there where I was more independent mm -hmm. and I loved being alone. So working on the cruise ship, yes you're with all these people, but I was there by myself. Mm -hmm. I was probably like maybe the second Canadian on the cruise okay. um, because Canadians don't really work on the cruise. Right. Um, so I did appreciate the time alone because because I was getting so frustrated with the nine to five and just like the dynamics of what was going on um, around me that the alone time with the cruise you become more and more independent and you for me I was able to travel alone by myself in these Caribbean islands and um, really reflect on a lot of things. Okay. So it made it, it tuned me into me. Okay, that's good. Um, okay, so while you were on the cruise ship, was was that a time that you were pondering doing the shoe line or no? Um, I was pondering. I was more. I was still sketching in that, but it was kind of like doodle, mm. you know. Okay. Um, yeah, I I figured that I wanted to do something more independent, more of an entrepreneurial mm -hmm. route but I just didn't know what direction okay. I was gonna go in because with my mom and my sister, they've been my style icons, mm -hmm. so I just knew that there was a creative outlet. I just didn't know whether I wanted it to be enclosed or whichever. Expand a little bit on maybe your feeling while you were on the boat, because I know that you, um, you know, you're an overthinker. Yeah and um, you maybe um, battled with a little bit of depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about that because that will help yeah. you know, everyone. Yeah, so when I was working on the cruise, I was, a, I was approaching my 30s. Mm -hmm. So when you're approaching your 30s for a woman, it is not, <laughs> you're just coming out of your 20s yeah. and it's not, it's not the easiest, especially if you don't connect with someone who's a little bit older who can kind of walk you through it. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I was there, I was contemplating like, what am I really going to do with my life? Um, and that's just, that's just the conditions of overthinking. And that's when I was pretty much introduced to anxiety. Um, and I never, I didn't realize what it was until I really looked into it. But, um, I read a really good book at the time when I was on the cruise. It was about Buddhism mm -hmm. and, um, a lot of your mind won't settle until like you calm down. So it helped me adjust to the anxiety mm -hmm. part of it and um, depression came before I did the cruise because I feel like when I did the cruise, it calmed a lot of the thoughts down. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What did you do though with, with the depression besides calming yourself down? Um, I learned how to meditate okay. uh, and um, that really, that really did help, um, but I will say when my cruise um, job kind of like 
ended, um, the thoughts did come back. So that's where the depression kind of came in because it was just like I was able to get out of it. So why am I back here? Right. Yeah. But. A lot of people suffer with depression and don't really know that they're depressed. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that definitely happened to me. Mm -hmm. That happens to a lot of us. Without getting too, too much into your business, yeah. um, let us know like what depression looks like and how did you actually come out of it? For depression for me, I noticed that my alone time became overthinking time. Mm. And when I was in my early 20s, I overthought a lot of things, but I was very, I had many outlets. But going into my 30s, those outlets kind of slowed down with like dance and all of that. Um, and I just noticed for me, I was nitpicking myself. I was more um, hard on my, harder on myself that I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, meditation helped me understand those thoughts and push through those. Okay. Yeah, because the scary feeling mm -hmm. is when anxiety is starting to set and your heart's racing and you don't know why it's racing and it's like you don't know what it is that you can do to calm it down. Yeah. And like I said, meditation will help you through that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So. So meditation for some people is just, uh, you know, sitting there and humming, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And others, meditation is a time that you're just quiet to yourself. And sometimes meditation can be hard because when you're not used to it, you might get headaches, yeah. you might fall asleep. Yeah. Can you just give us maybe some examples on how to meditate? Because people often want to know, well, how do you meditate? Mm -hmm. So the first time that I started to meditate, I did fall asleep. Mm -hmm. um, the it's maybe, very common. Yeah, <laughs> the first few times, I just found myself not learning how to quiet my mind. Okay. And that is the tricky part to meditation, because once you can quiet your mind, that's when you realize you're meditating. So it will take a few times or however many times before um, it catches on because I felt like I dabbled in it a little bit before but when everything was happening approaching my 30s it was like okay like I have to quiet my mind. So yeah once you get into it you just have to I usually play music um, usually no words okay. that that helps me to quiet my mind okay. so it could just be like soothing music mm -hmm. it won't be any RB or anything yeah. like that, but <laughs> it will be just no words and it's just yeah. soft music that's playing in the background too. well that's good mm -hmm. like for everyone it's different um, for me personally yeah I would fall asleep mm -hmm. um, like I said some people get headaches yep. um, and meditation doesn't have to be long it could be yeah. five minutes mm -hmm. you know you can start off with two minutes yeah. and work your way up to yeah. five some people do it for 20 minutes yeah. I have never done it for 20 <laughs> minutes but um, it is very soothing and it mm -hmm. is very calming and mm -hmm. it can help your breathing to mm -hmm. um, level out and mm -hmm. your mind to be clear so yeah. thank you so much for sharing that with us yeah <laughs> tell us about loving yourself again so that was falling out of depression yeah. so a lot of meditating was happening and like I said I can't even remember the name of the book mm -hmm. but it's it, it really helped me through that time and I will say I felt like because I was so hard on myself I wasn't doing anything about it mm -hmm. so that was contributing to the, the, the um, depression cycle okay. um, I was 
approaching my 30s and I felt like I was overweight. For my height, I felt like I was completely overweight. So I started going to the gym. That also helped me meditate as well. Okay. Um, and when I started losing the weight, it was like, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that definitely helped me get into a, a different frame of mind when I started to see the weight loss. I wasn't drinking. I had, um, I just got out of a relationship, a long-term relationship. So it was a lot of shedding mentally as well. So um, yeah, that's when I really built my confidence and I was just like, I'm not dealing with no. Wow. The word no, I'm not dealing with, especially if I know I can be a yes. Okay, for yourself or no from other people? No from other people, but also for myself. Okay. So I didn't want to put a cap on anything that um, I felt people were capping me at. So I built my confidence, I believed. I got into a really good job at the time and I was able to save and get into a better financial position. And um, yeah, the, like I was doing the gym, everything was going right. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I'm doing this. Yeah. My sister kept saying no, my sister kept saying no. I said, okay. And that's when everything started to align. I found a manufacturer who was willing to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do, yeah. um, deal with the materials that I wanted to deal with, mm -hmm. and um, work with me. Mm -hmm. So that was my yes. Okay. And I got into a business program. Um, that way I could register my business correctly, mm -hmm. learn about taxes, right. learn about communicating, because I struggled so hard with communication and speaking. Oh, okay. So, um, even like this interview right now, yeah. like it's it's a much further step from hiding behind my thoughts. Because they don't always get what they want, yeah. but it's because of their mindset. They can, yeah. because we all have the powers, exactly. but they just don't believe in their powers, I guess. Life is getting great with stress all around me. God bless my family, guide those who don't want to be. Provide for those that are cheese. Let the loss be found. I found my peace and now I'm trying to keep it in sight. But on a Sabbath day, invite me out for the night. I went out without a fight, having children socialize in a minute is white. I balance the fine, just casual, but still outshine. Suck sometimes I'm just way too shy, but damn, she's so fine. What would be the point of coming out if I can't say hi? Can't just stare too long, time just flies. And before you know it, it'll be the end of the night.